Hot dog eating is a sport today, plus a fierce food fight. Chris Branch This is the digital version of The Pulse. If you want it earlier, start every morning with The Pulse delivered to your inbox. Sign up here. Happy July 4th. Let's fight about some sides. Real sports. Prepare your gullets. This is a sports newsletter and, on today of all days, hot dog eating is certainly a sport. Today we wonder about the viscosity of a hot dog, a truly cursed idea, and how it will help grown adults shove as many processed meat tubes down their throats as possible. Independence Day, baby. The real questions for the Nathan's hot dog eating contest today. Will either side see an upset? Joey Chestnut and Mickey Sudo are both massive favorites, so much so that betting on either to win outright seems unwise. In Our Betting Guide, which contains a hilarious amount of research, Jake Lazo instead points us toward the over-slash-unders, if you can stomach them. Chestnut has averaged over 70 hot dogs eaten for most of his 15-title dynasty, but registered only 63 dogs last year. It was still enough for the win. Sudo, meanwhile, put away 40 last year, right around her peak. Give me Chestnut under 73.5 and Sudo under 43.5. Does that make me a downer? Housing hot dogs just does not look fun. I hope they both win without destroying themselves. Also, will we see another protester? Last year, someone dressed in a Darth Vader mask tried to steal some spotlight and found themselves in a chestnut chokehold. Chestnut just obliterated him, pic.twitter.com slash dry708kzk. Jonah Block, at Jonah Block 05, July 4, 2022. See the full guide here. And please do not eat 70 hot dogs today. Briefs. Upset at Wimbledon. Number 7 seed Coco Goff is done at Wimbledon after losing her first-round match to unseated American Sophia Kennan, who won the 2020 Australian Open, in three sets yesterday. Goff, still just 19, has been in contention at Grand Slams for four years now but hasn't been able to fully break through. Read more on how the upset shakes up the women's bracket here. Edwards gets paid. The Timberwolves and Anthony Edwards agreed to a five-year max extension yesterday that could be worth up to $260 million. It's a massive but expected payday for Edwards, the number one overall pick in the 2020 NBA draft who's turned into a budding superstar. He's expected to do something no one has done since Kevin Garnett pulled Minnesota out of mediocrity. There's a responsibility that comes with that, as John Kruksinski writes. Food fights. Potato salad versus coleslaw is everyone's battle. Today, millions of Americans will show up at July 4th potlucks with tubs of food, humbly offering their hard work to the discerning mouths and stomachs of the party. Some containers will be empty quickly, others will be politely ignored, sure to sting the cook for months afterward. These choices brought the Pulse team to a standstill this week over a simple question. Is potato salad good? And wait, you like coleslaw better than potato salad? 
It warrants a larger discussion. Where do you stand in the potato salad war of 2023? Jason Kirk, senior newsletter editor, potato salad is so overrated it's hard to believe it exists. Like we've agreed to consume a certain amount of it as a favor to some other planet. It's fine, but it shouldn't be a staple and is objectively worse than every other normal potato dish. Chris Spro, Creative Development Director, warm potato salad with some kind of bacon enhancement is edible, but it's also an admission, this is the only way to do this, which underscores Jason's point. Me, I am a potato salad guy, and I firmly believe all potato salad haters have never had good potato salad. Coleslaw, however, largely sucks. Jason, brother, I believe I've been to sufficient potlucks. Coleslaw has a purpose at least. It's a great pairing with spicy pork. Chris Bro, slaw with barbecue is fine. Even good. Me, I can't believe y'all are real. Where do you stand? Of course we made a pulse poll about this. Which is better? Potato salad. Coleslaw. They're both trash. Make your voice heard here. The good news is that we found a cord on dry cornbread, which belongs in the trash heap. Beans are just okay, too. Happy July 4th, everyone. Pulse Picks. Vera Powell will coach Ireland in the upcoming World Cup, and to some who played for her in the NWSL, it's shocking. Multiple players and staffers accuse Powell of creating a culture of fear and verbal abuse. Powell responded to every allegation, too. The full story, from Steph Young and Sarah Shepard, is worth a read. Jim Bowden thinks the Reds can actually contend this postseason, provided they make these moves at the trade deadline. At Wimbledon, Venus Williams' legacy is much more than her trophy cabinet or stunning longevity at 43. It's her battle for equal pay, which put her at odds with one of the most powerful tennis clubs in the world. She won. Also, is Novak Djokovic actually likable? A survey of competitors and fans leaves a mixed message. We have fresh MLB power rankings. The Braves still reign, but the rest of the top 10 basically swapped places with each other. Second apron, second schmapron, says David Aldridge. The player empowerment era is still alive and well, and dame time is on the clock. U.S. men's national team star Brendan Aronson, much like his American teammates, is on the move this summer. Over on the Starkville podcast, Jason Stark and Doug Glanville talk Mets and wonder whether former Milwaukee headman David Stearns runs the show next year. Photo, Bobby Bank slash Getty Images.